full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Wait, what are you doing over there, dude? Uh, when you make it a racket, when you go and touch something, Eric, I have to wipe it down 10 different times because. Why? You are like sneezing, coughing, licking your fingers. <laughs> no, I don't. You're, you're, yes, you do. You're licking your fingers and your other feet and whatever, and you're sticking My other feet. You're, you're sticking your bare feet up on this thing, Eric. You got to check your notifications, man. You got twenty plus notifications today. That is unhealthy. <laughs> Is my Twitter open over there? Yeah. Oh. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> um, it all stems from this thing I posted yesterday that's still going do on. Do you remember when... Dan Clayton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you think he's going to ever be on our show or did you ruin that relationship? I don't think he's mad at me. Oh, okay. Because I have not engaged in the I was going to say, I hope, I hope you haven't angered one of our best uh, guest hosts to have on our show. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, before we go into the show, uh, A, welcome to our listeners who are joining us from wherever you are. Um, can I just take a very, very selfish moment here, and I hope I'm okay doing this. Um, down south in the Salt Lake Radio Station, they let go of a, uh, you know, they made some changes with KSL and such. Um, and, and one of my good friends was let go in that, in that of Austin Horton. He taught me radio. Like, when I first started here, I knew some things about radio, but I didn't learn, like, the whole, sh- you know, the whole shebang of it. And that's because I didn't ask questions, and I was a, a peon at the time. But and I was a peon in Salt Lake too. But um, I was able to ask more questions and get more info. And, and Austin Horton, who uh, was the executive producer at Twelve Eighty, was one of the finest people I ever got to work with. Um, he trained me. He taught me everything. He answered the billions and billions of questions I ever had about radio and, and how to be a good producer and what to watch for, what to look for, what to listen for, and how to make a show better. And uh, he he was let go today. Uh, and I just uh, uh, want to give a toast with my pepsi plastic cup halfway full of diet dr pepper to him and and tell him thanks for uh, what the opportunities he gave me in radio and the things he taught me and uh, he's gonna land on his feet somewhere um i know you're looking for board ops here for high school games so maybe we can give him a <laughs> give him a lift there but uh no one of the best men in the business and uh, someone i always greatly appreciated and i just want to want to wish him the best so man radio dude this is a brutal business eric you know that as well as probably I do, because you've you've been in this business for so long, and you've probably seen people come and go, whether it's in this company or or elsewhere. And uh, you know, it's kind of a doggy dog world, and um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, I just want make sure you're done there. Yeah, no, you're right. It it's uh, when certainly when there's a. a Change in ownership of ch- or change in management sometimes that can cause some great shakeups. And uh, did today, yeah, certainly did today, did today in Salt Lake City. Hey, uh, jazz camps. Uh, f- by by the way, we're healthy and uh, doing well here in Logan. So yes, we are. We are, and we are in great because and this not 
trying to throw a dig at anybody over there, but we we have a we have great leadership. We do. Um, and I, in fact, I got a chance to sit with him in his office for a few minutes and chat with him. And um, I, you know, I've I've always felt good about walking into this place and doing my job. And um, I've, I've kind of learned if I just put my head down and do my job and and uh, do it well, um, I'll learn more in radio and uh, I'll be uh, I could become a valuable asset in some ways, even though I'm going to have a diminished role. <laughs> IJ, I had, I am gonna eat you alive with that. By the way, because to be a, and a you know short why? joke. It's because this audience is looking forward to having AJ Knight on this show because of you. That's all they look forward to is having AJ Knight a part of this show. That's what they look forward to the most. Hey, one of the biggest questions I think may have been answered today. Actually, what's that? AJ, well, Utah State finally released their full oh, basketball dude. schedule. What took? Okay, actually, no, sorry. I know what took so long. Everybody wants the little deets behind what took so long. We're waiting for St. Mary's to put their pull their heads out of you know what and actually sign the contract. And finally, when Utah State's like, "Look, it's either our way or the highway," St. Mary's is like, "Yeah, we'll do what you want us to do." And finally, they're able to put it together. Yeah, Eric, we are four weeks away from the exhibition game for men's basketball. Four weeks away, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is like nuts. Right around the corner, that and it finally got released. Are you guys going to do uh, uh, pre and post for that, or do you for the exhibition games? I don't know how that works. For uh, basketball, Utah State basketball? Yeah. Do you guys do uh, pre and post for that, or do you guys kind of leave that just because uh, it's an exhibition game? And I don't know. That's a good question. I think we've done them before. I Maybe look forward to that. I can't wait it. to hear you guys talk about remember. that. I can't I believe basketball's almost memory. here. You do not. I can only tell you about what's happened in the last three, four weeks. What are you doing? Stop it. But uh, the Utah State uh, basketball schedule is out. The TV schedule accompanies that. You can see it on CashValleyDaily.com right now. And uh, some of these games we already knew were going to happen, but there have been a few gaps that have been filled in. Uh, as you said, October 27th, it opens up with the exhibition against Montana Western. And then the regular season begins November 9th on a Tuesday hosting UC Davis. Uh, the Aggies then hit the road. Uh, they play Richmond in Annapolis, Maryland. I think that's a great matchup. Uh, the Spiders. It's one of the, my favorite logos. Yep. Uh, and then they uh, head down to uh, South Carolina, and they'll play Penn. Then they'll play New Mexico State or Davidson. Kind of depends on how this turns out. Uh, and then uh, that's on the uh, – so it's 18th. November 18th is when they play Penn. 19th is either New Mexico State or Davidson. And then November 21st kind of depends on how this whole tournament kind of ends up working out. Uh, the return home Saturday, November 27th versus UT Arlington. Now, that was a team that was briefly in the whack with Utah State. And if I'm not mistaken, this UT Arlington team was, their basketball court was in like a theater. Yeah. Like yeah. That. It was on the stage. <laughs> uh, but they're coming to Logan. Utah State doesn't have to go try to experience that again. <laughs> uh, mon- Monday, November 29th, Carroll College from Montana will be in town. And then it, this is, it gets saucy again. So there's a nice period of games there uh, early on, and there's a little bit of a, a lull, and then it picks up again. Thursday, December 2nd, hosting St. Mary's, and Wednesday, December 8th, heading to BYU. Um, and then uh, they come home on December 11th. New Orleans comes to town. December 15th, travel to Weber State. 
And then in uh, the Pentagon at Sioux Falls, South Dakota, they take on Iowa on Saturday, December 18th, and then finish off the non-conference schedule on Tuesday, December 21st, hosting Portland State. So let's exit out here. Uh, our listeners. Uh, oh. Shut up, Eric. Leave me alone. What was that? Uh, you, you know what it was. 9315 text into the show. If you guys want to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Text in again, 435-339-0321. Uh, let's see. 9315. Is Audrey a germaphobe? He starts so many shows with Eric and wiping things down. That's true. <laughs> every time you're like... Every show. Every show you're like, Audrey, why are you wiping it down? Because like, you were over here, Eric. What, did, what does that mean? It means you're eating a donut, licking your fingers... Coughing into the mic, touching everything. Uh, 9315 also texts in, fine, you've done it, AJ. We will say that AJ and AJ show for a new program to keep you happy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm, I like the sound of that. I like this. <laughs> yes, I do too. <laughs> uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, Eric, on the... Uh, um, the non-conference schedule, and also hear from our listeners, please, if you're uh, available to text in, 435-339-0321. Eric, what are your thoughts on that schedule? I, I love the Iowa game. I think that is phenomenal. Uh, they're on the East Coast for quite a bit, aren't they? They're they're over there for a little while. Well, they go to Annapolis to face Richmond. Uh, they would come home, and then they travel back. They go to Conway, South Carolina for that tournament uh, there. Um and then uh, their, their other big road game, I guess, would be when they face Iowa in South Dakota. So a couple things I had heard, Eric. Um, when they go to Maryland, actually, no, I take that back. They're gonna like the teams have their secret scrimmage, right? Like their super secret secret scrimmage versus another university or college that they don't ever let get out, but it gets out anyways. Right. You can do a scrimmage and treat it as a game, but you can't keep stats or you can't let people know yep. who you played or what happened. So I've been told that that game or that scrimmage will be on the road this year and it will, in fact, be on the east side of the states. They'll not be here, which I think would be the first time they've done that. Yeah, like, normally teams travel to Logan. Yeah, they're leaving, actually. They'll, they'll head elsewhere to go do that. Um, I love the Iowa game. I think that's a great setup for them. Uh, always fun to play a top 25 basketball team. Uh, the, 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 what is it called? The Myrtle Beach thing, right? Uh, yeah. Richmond will be good. Penn will be interesting. I hope it's Davidson on the other side of that. Um, at BYU, at the Marriott Center is going to be good. St. Mary's was a pain in the butt to get a contract with, from what I was told. Uh, ended up uh, getting it, that thing done. So you got December 2nd against St. Mary's, December 8th at BYU, and then you got the New Orleans game, but then you're at Weber State seven days after BYU. Iowa as well. That's four big games in the span of about ten days. Actually, maybe about two weeks. Um, huge games with St. Mary's, BYU, Weber State, and Iowa. So that's that's kind of a big stretch for them. Uh, it, it is. It is. Um, but uh, with the, the Myrtle Beach, like we know they'll play Penn. They'll play the winner of Davidson or New Mexico State. And then it kind of depends on what happens on the opposite side of the bracket yep. and how well Utah State does. But here are the other potential teams they could face. Oklahoma, East Carolina, Indiana State, or Old Dominion. That's a it's a decent grouping. Yeah, Certainly it is. you'd hope that it's Utah State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yep. But 
Um, Which it very much could be, by the way. You could still, yeah, very much see those two teams go at it. Those games that that, that take place there at the Myrtle Beach Invitational, it's an ESPN-owned event. So those are really going to be the only games Utah State will appear on ESPN. Uh, They've got 10 games that will be on CBS Sports Network and five on FS1. So those will be conference games when they host San Diego State near the end of January. And then the last, uh, excuse me, when they host Nevada in mid-February, and then their last three games, hosting New Mexico, hosting Colorado State, and then when they travel to San Jose State. Those will all be on FS1. So uh, the, the TV, look, there's... Uh, no really good TV s- games, man. 16, 17, uh, could be 18 games, really. On the on these national networks depends on how, uh, well, which we don't know on which ESPN channel the yeah. Myrtle Beach games will play out and if they're in the championship or not. Yeah, dude, I, man, I'm kind of bummed out about some of these games that are going to be, like, San Diego State's on FS1 on a Wednesday night, Saturday at Nevada's on CBS Sports Network, um, San Diego State at San Diego State's on CBS Sports Network. Like those, those two teams have seen each other back to back to back years in the in the Mount West Conference title game, and you're throwing it on CBS Sports Network. I mean, come on, we can't do better than that. Well, that's the what else would it be? CBS. Why, why don't we get another game of CBS with those guys inside of a packed spectrum? You don't think people are going to want to see that? Uh well, do, are there going to be any Mountain West games on CBS? Yeah, I believe so. I think Boise State picked up one, dude. I need to go because uh... the Mountain West did release that. <laughs> that was a nice little tune there. Thank you for that. Shut up, Eric. No one cares what you think right now. Uh, let's see, thirteen out of their eighteen Mountain West games are on either CBS Sports or FS1. Five will be at eight thirty or later for Boise State. Oh, ouch! CBS Television Network will broadcast San Diego State at UNLV. What a garbage broadcast! On Saturday, January first. So while everybody's watching college football, they'll have that one, uh, and then Nevada at San Diego State on Saturday, January eighth. Uh, then CBS Sports will again televise the Mountain West Basketball Championship. So, that's it? Yep. Two games, and San Diego State's on both of them. Yep. Last year, we had like three games on CBS with the Mount West Conference, plus the Mount West Conference championship game. I mean, can you blame them, though? San Diego State is the only team recently that's going deep into the tournament. They're winning games in the tournament. Yeah, but, dude, we're talking about back-to-back-to-back Mount West Conference championship appearances between these two teams. In great environments. San Diego State has a great environment inside of Vijas Arena. And, of course, the Spectrum is the best environment in the Mount West Conference. What, CBS doesn't want that? It's not good enough for them? They want to go to UNLV and watch San Diego State spank them by 20? It's just, I mean, that's not great. Colorado State didn't even get a lot of love. Uh, Colorado State? Mm-hmm. Uh, they get a few. I mean, they get... Um yeah, they don't get a lot, do they? No, they don't. And that's probably going to be the best, well, one of the best teams out of the Mountain West Conference with everybody coming back. 
Uh, good text that came through here. This is from um, 5338. Did you read that? No. Uh, interesting basketball schedule. St. Mary's seems to be the only quality home game, though. What's up with that? Uh, it's a fair point. That is I a mean, good point. You look at the non-conference schedule here, and for uh, for the home games, it's UC Davis, UT Arlington, Carroll College, St. Mary's, but New Orleans, and Portland State. And that and that is a great point that, that five three week three eight brings schedule. up. But that's not the Aggies' fault. That's not the Aggies' fault. They can make thousands of phone calls to teams, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to come to the Spectrum inside of a full house, rabid crowd, and come play us?" I mean, yeah, every team's going to be like, uh, thanks, but no thanks. One of the toughest environments in the country to come play at. And you're calling teams for non-conference games to come play at your place. Uh, and and I love the, the, I love the method of, of Mr. Hartwell. It's, we're not going to just go to your place and play you in one game and call it good. It's going to be a home and home. So if we're going to go there, you're going to come here and play us as well. And not a lot of teams are okay coming to the spectrum and playing in front of a uh, Rabid, raucous, USU hurt student section. And I don't blame them. It's a hard place to win at. Um, and, yeah, I would – yeah, so I, I don't blame – I'm not blaming Mr. Hartwell. I'm not blaming Coach Odom. I'm not blaming the Aggies. I'm blaming the other team who gets the phone call. Is like, yeah, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, uh, the one game with the Mountain West national broadcast schedule, the one game that doesn't have a tip time is Utah State – at Nevada. Mm. You know what time that game's going to be at? On a Saturday. It's going to be at 8 o'clock. It'll be at 8 o'clock. I'm, that's my guess. I don't uh, Sorry, I take that back. It's not the only game. But there's one of only four or five uh, tip times that's not announced yet. Yeah, that game's going to be at 8, flipping a clock if it's in Nevada. If it's here, it's maybe... Oh, if it's here, maybe it's 8 o'clock as well. What, what channel is that on? CBS Sports Network. That's definitely an 8 o'clock game then. The UNLV at Utah State game is also not... Known isn't hasn't been announced at UNLV. Yes, that, that could be no new. at Utah State. Oh, okay. Because usually one game a year we have at nine o'clock at night, and I'm kind of wondering what game that's going to be this year. Um, they've got some six o'clock tip-offs when they're in Colorado State and at New Mexico. So some odd tip times, but um, yeah, that's uh, released today. Uh, question from four zero eight six. Uh, who would you like to see on CBS? San Diego State versus Utah State. I don't care if it's there or here. It's a three-time Mountain West Conference Championship matchup. If it was Duke and North Carolina, it's on ESPN or CBS every single time. San Diego State versus Utah State, two of the best G5 basketball teams in the country, Eric, in the country, and they're going to put us on CBS Sportsnet. Like, come on. That is a little surprising because, look, over the last three years, those have been the two most consistent winning programs. And I know you lose one coach out of the whole entire process, but it's just one coach. Ryan Odom's still a heck of a ball coach, and this is still a good basketball team. Give them their due. Allow them to allow them to play on that mothership channel. They they should be. Doesn't make any sense to me. Bothers me. Maybe well, I'm wrong. Hey, but if I'm wrong, listeners, just. Tell me I'm wrong. Say, hey, look, it's just—it's not that quality of a matchup anymore. They're gone. So yeah, uh, yeah. So your re- initial reactions to the non-conference schedule that's finally been released for Utah State University, um, and uh, 
St. Mary's will be in Logan. That's exciting. Uh, they do play some good road games in some non, uh, or I guess I should say in uh, neutral sites. Um, they do have to travel to BYU and to Weber State this year. Um, but uh, they, they've got Richmond. and That game is being played at Annapolis, Maryland. They've got the Myrtle Beach Invitational, which could provide some interesting matchups depending on how well uh, they do. And then uh, the other big one is Iowa uh, being played in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota on Saturday, uh, uh, December 18th. And I don't see uh, that that game is nationally televised. Which one? Utah State versus Iowa. Uh, uh, How is that not nationally televised? It's not on FS1 or anything? No. Okay. Well... December 18th. Well, and it is both. The BYU game's not nationally televised. Well, that's because it's going to be at BYU, so it's on BYU Sports TV. They well, end up, they broadcast that game. Yeah, but I'm surprised that ESPN wouldn't still nah, pick that Nah, I think usually BYU Sports. They did that two years ago, three years ago. When we were there, Nick, it was Nick Emery's return. I think that was on BYU Sports TV. Because I remember Spencer Litton just freaking out when Nick Emery hit a, made a shot. I want to turn around and deck him in the face. <laughs> I'm so sick of them. Um... <laughs> um but, uh, uh, yeah, the Iowa game. Well, and, and it's bowl season right then there, too. you got to remember that. Like, bowl season is just getting underway. So maybe they can't fit it in because there is a bunch of bowl games going on. Uh, for reference, Iowa last year in the net w- finished the season at number seven. Wow. Now, that's uh, they had uh, – shoot, what's his name? Uh, great player pro- – <clears throat> Candidate for player of the year. I don't know if you ended up as a player of the year. Um, God, I'm blanking on his name. Help me out. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> I know how this goes. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name. He's gone now. Oh, he is? He's in the NBA. Oh, he is? Wow. That, that guy. That that one big guy who played basketball for Iowa, huh? Yep. The reigning national college player of the year, huh, Eric? Yeah, that guy. He's gone. But Iowa's still a good basketball team. 5-3-3-8 just helped you out. And you can thank 5-3-3-8 for it. Luke Garza, thank you. 5-3-3-8. Wait, AJ, are you annoyed? I think I'm more just frustrated that there's not a CBS nationally televised game for the Aggies. And maybe that's just... That's that's CBS Sports Network is a nationally televised game. FS1 is a nationally televised. Okay, but I'm saying like like CBS, not one game from the Mountain West Conference, which is a really good basketball conference. We can't we can't get a national television game for that. Not one not one team in the Mountain West Conference. Um, it was San Diego State and UNLV, right? That's the only one. Uh, yes. That'll be one o'clock Pacific. Nevada at San Diego State, January eighth. Wait, UNLV or Nevada? And then, well, they'll they'll have. There's two games on CBS. There's San Diego State at UNLV. Okay, that's on January first. Uh, that'll be at one o'clock Pacific. Uh, and then on January eighth, also at one o'clock Pacific, it'll be uh, Nevada at San Diego State. So. Two games on CBS. The championship game, the Mountain West Conference championship game, the, the tournament game, 
uh, will be on CBS. Do they have a time for that yet? Because uh, I think it's been two o'clock. Oh, that's a good question. And then five—I th- want to say it was at five o'clock two years ago when Sam hit that shot. Uh, will televised quarterfinals and semifinals will CBS Television Network will broadcast the championship game on Saturday, March twelfth. But they don't have a time. Huh. Interesting. Uh, Nine three one five. Where is Utah for basketball? So much for that idea. I think it will get there. I think this year was kind of hard to put the schedule together, and you know, especially when you're you know a few months out. I, I I didn't plan on it getting done this year, to be honest with you. Six seven eight nine. Uh, San Diego State and UNLV have way better media markets as a pair than any two teams in the Mount West Conference for basketball. But and and I get that like the media market is huge. I, I totally understand that. But don't and, and I'm asking you six seven eight nine. Don't you feel like Utah State, who's been to the Mount West Conference Championship game, should at least get a spot on that mothership because they've <laughs> they're they're the best. They've been one of the top two teams in the Mount West Conference for the last three years. Like, I think they should get at least a spot in it. You know, some kind of recognition. But, yeah, like I said, maybe it's just me. 5879. Fox Sports Radio said that San Diego State and Boise State made a statement that they are staying in the Mount West Conference for now. But the Fox guys hinted that that will not be that way for long. What's your thoughts? Yes, they're staying, um, they're staying in the conference. But there's a reason why. It's because there's a Big 12 conference that is going to come calling in about three to five years, give or take, and is going to uh, and is going to say, "Hey, we are uh, we're here, and we want to uh, <laughs> we want to have you come dance with us in the Big 12." So uh, yeah, they're staying for now. I don't think. I mean, I think in 2025 maybe is what I've heard. I think they'll end up. Uh, transition themselves to the Big 12, at least Boise State. I don't know if San Diego State comes on with them. I, I don't know if they do um, or if they're invited. So uh, that's uh, that's yet to be determined. So we'll see. Hey, uh, we're going to step aside from uh, football and basketball talk. And, uh, Eric, I'm really excited. We've been talking so much about football, right? I mean, they're off to a great start, 3-1 and one on the year, big game tomorrow night inside of uh, or uh, on Merlin Olsen Field. But, Dude, soccer's on a roll right now. We talked to Manny Martinez just a couple weeks ago. He was phenomenal. They're off to a great start in soccer, and especially Mount West Conference play. And volleyball, Eric. Volleyball has been phenomenal as of late and uh, are uh, keeping the uh, the winning ways going in Utah State Athletics. Yeah, that's right. And they've got uh, some conference games going on this weekend, so a very busy weekend with uh, some volleyball. I think they have a game tonight, football. Eric. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Pre-game interview. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've got uh, uh, some really big matchups coming up. Nevada tonight, and then they've got San Jose on Saturday. So Protect the fire extinguishers. That's the first and foremost important thing. <laughs> so that applies to all sports? Yeah, with, when Nevada comes here, you bet you it does. Nice. Okay, so let's let's... Let's talk about uh, what's going on with volleyball. Yeah, right now joining us here on the Full Court Press, he is the head coach of the volleyball team, doing a fantastic job, and again, off to a really good start. Coach Rob Nielsen joins us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, how are you? Doing great. Excited to be with you guys. Hey, Coach, this is, uh, uh, looking at the schedule so far, I mean, you guys have, this is always interesting to talk to coaches about how they try to get their teams ready for conference play. Uh, who they'd like to go face, where they like to travel. 
Um, you've gone up against some interesting teams so far. Uh, we were talking about St. Mary's on the basketball schedule. You took on St. Mary's in, in volleyball. I don't know if they're at the same level or not, but uh, this is. Uh, let's just talk about your non-conference schedule so far, leading up to what you've done in the conference, and how you feel like that's prepared your team for what they're going to face when, when now they're getting into the thick of conference play. Absolutely, yeah. We brought in ten new people into our program. Uh, over the summer right and so we're trying to figure out how to play together um, you know figure out how to win figure out what pieces need to go where Uh, and so we need knew we needed to play a lot of ball uh, in the preseason Uh, ended up playing 12 matches in four weekends and so it's a grind in volleyball you're sometimes playing two matches a day Uh, we went up to northern california st mary's has a great program traditionally uh, played Arkansas on the road at Montana State. Uh, played a Weaver program that uh, went to the second round of the NCAA uh, tournament. Um, and so, right, we wanted to test ourselves and, and see what this group could do. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had some ups and downs along the way, but uh, we're competing at a much higher level than we have in the past. And we think the sky's the limit for this group. We're athletic. We're tough. Uh, and we're young, and we're just going to get better and better. Coach, you guys get swept by Colorado State. That's after you guys beat Wyoming. What have you found out about your team so far uh, as you are in Mount West Conference play now? Yeah, so Wyoming and Colorado State have been doing it right for a long time in our conference in volleyball. They've been the upper, you know, upper third of conference for a long time. And uh, so to go on the road and to beat a really tough Wyoming team uh, in five, um, you know, I thought we, we played a good match in a lot of ways, and uh, we played a tough match in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, coming off of that, you have a day in between. You travel down to Colorado State, who's been kind of a juggernaut in our conference for a long time. And I thought, you know, just in terms of our preparation, in terms of that turnaround, a young team trying to figure out how to just consistently bring it every night, we – we learned a few lessons, and so you mentioned we got swept, but we're chomping at the bit to see those guys again at the end of the season. Uh, I guess that was going to be one of my other questions, is that uh, this is much like a lot of other sports where you you host them at your place, but then you return the favor and you make the trip to theirs uh, as well. And I guess uh, where, it, where are some of the more challenging places to play in the Mountain West Conference? Honestly, I have no idea, right? I've been here for a year and a half. There were no fans anywhere. <laughs> That's uh, a good point. <laughs> for the first season that I went through in the spring. Uh, however, right, Colorado State traditionally has uh, big draws, and they're uh, a, a great team. Wyoming is obviously rowdy. That crowd does a great job, uh, and they're really well coached. Uh, San Jose State is, uh, you know, their coaches have done a, phen- um, a phenomenal job. Um, you know, and so we're, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to see UNLV is going to be at the top of the conference. Boise State is going to be at the top of the conference. Uh, and so we're excited to test ourselves against the best here in the next few weeks. And I'm excited with how our team stacks up. And now we just got to go learn to play and learn to win. Abby Pearson's been one of your key gals here on this team. She tallied, uh, she tallied a season-high 87 digs in the five-set match, win over uh, Wyoming, and then led the team with a season-high 25 digs. Uh, just tell us about Abby and what she's bringing to the team so far. Yeah, Abby's just, you know, totally consistent. She's been a great leader. Um, 
she just works hard every day. She's a great example uh, of just kind of the ethic that we want to have and just this fun-loving spirit. Loves to come to the gym, you know, just bright eyes and uh, works super hard. And so, you know, we're grateful for her, and she's learning a ton at the libero position and how to play and where to position herself and, you know, how to play in pressure. And so she's got an incredibly bright future, and we're stoked to have her for the next two and a half years. Speaking of other uh, players on your roster, it's an interesting mix. You've got some local homegrown homegrown talent here from the Cache Valley, others from the state of Utah, but you've also got some international flavor as well. Uh, just you, you mentioned you brought on a lot of new players over this last year. When you're putting together your roster, I mean, how do you uh, how does that process work for you and, and your staff trying to put the right pieces in place? Yeah, we want people that can control the ball passers and setters and we want people that can terminate so big arms right it's a it's an arms race how much uh, force can you put behind that that ball to make it tough for the other side and uh and so you mentioned right where we're going to find some of those people uh and some of those players uh arizona has been great to us we have a lot of great uh talent from arizona um utah volleyball scene is really really growing and uh really becoming impactful sort of I think the same way that you see in football and and uh, basketball where there's a lot of talent uh, from the state of Utah right now so we're excited to uh, you know to kind of grow our presence and grow the momentum that's surrounding our program and then just with my experience uh, on the men's side at BYU we recruited a lot of foreign athletes uh, we wanted guys that knew how to play the game that learned kind of an international style of play uh, I think that continued with me, with my time with USA Volleyball, traveling and making connections around the world. And then I came and, and watched the men's basketball team win a couple conference championships with uh, some great pieces from overseas. And, uh, and so we think, right, if we can find some talent from the West and if we can find a few good people, you know, bring them in from other parts of the country and then find some great foreigners to add to that mix and kind of expand our recruiting pool, we think that we can uh, – you know, put a really talented, great product on the floor. Coach, offensively, you guys have been pretty darn impressive. Again, that 33-31 win uh, over Wyoming was your uh, highest scoring set since uh, about maybe 14 years ago in November. And and you're led by Kennedy Boyd on the offensive side, who's uh, number one in hitting percentage at 391, uh, second in best in, in hitting, I guess, at 380. So what she's putting the numbers up right now offensively, what have you seen out of your out of your girls? Yeah, we're just, you know, we're learning. And we're, like I said, we're so talented. We got some players that can really hit it and they can move the ball around. And, uh, you know, we're learning to play high level volleyball, which is kind of the, the trajectory that you hit and how you attack when you can't hit it to the floor, but you have people and blockers in your way. And so, how do you see hands and hit it off hands and uh, use the angles of the game uh, that are presented to you? And uh, you mentioned Kennedy Boyd, right, a transfer from Arizona State, wanted to come back to Utah, get closer to home, be closer to family. Um, she's been phenomenal for us. Uh, she was one of the, I think she was top five in the Pac-12 last year in blocks per set. So defensively and offensively, she can just bring it. Um, and she just, uh, you know, all these girls, all these players, these women that we brought in just have a wonderful uh, vibe about them and just a joy for life and a passion for the game and 
you know, she fits right along with that, and I think she's really loving her time here at Utah State. So we're excited to do uh, great things with this group. Again, we're talking to Rob Nielsen. He's the uh, head coach for the Utah State women's volleyball program. And coach, I got to. I gotta tell you, one of the things that my family always enjoyed uh, doing when it comes to the Olympics is watching the volleyball tournament uh, and uh, how that plays out. The Team USA, you know, did great. It was fun to watch them. Um, and uh, when sometimes for some people, there's some sports that come along that some people don't really pay that close attention to until the Olympics, uh, and then you see it get a little bit more attention. From your point of view, and it certainly is going around with Team USA. I mean, what does that do for the sport when when the Olympics do come around and it gets a little bit more attention uh, to a sport that's a great sport but doesn't always get the same level of of eyeballs or ink in the paper as maybe some of the other sports can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, if you look at the ratings for the last few Olympics, it's been. You know, maybe some of those high-profile track and field events and swimming and then volleyball is just right there uh, up with them. And men's volleyball in particular, right? I came from the men's national team uh, where, just like you mentioned, there's not this professional presence in the United States. There's not a ton of D1 presence with only about 30 Division One programs. Uh, and just for people to see you know, how hard those guys hit the ball and how much skill they have and the way that they can play the game. You know, we're the top of a men's net is eight feet and we got guys that are playing at 12-5, right? You're four feet above the top of the net. And so just that physicality uh, that they're playing with is impressive. And volleyball is just like this amazing spectator sport. Anyways, it's it's like a slam dunk on every play where guys are jumping 40 inches as hard as they can, hitting the ball as hard as they can. And, uh, and so we love the exposure, and it's great for men's volleyball, it's great for women's volleyball, and it's, uh, it's great for beach volleyball. And just, you know, as more people start to get invested in the sport, they realize, man, what a great sport this is and just its ability to showcase for us here at Utah State you know, powerful, strong, talented, amazing women and just, you know, the skill that they play with, the power they play with. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a fun sport. It's fast-paced. Uh, these are great athletes, and uh, we're excited to showcase them in any way that we can. Coach, when you first got here, what was your goal in building this team and how you wanted to build it? Because you talk about how you guys are still learning, but you also want to make sure that you're progressing and that you're able to compete for a conference championship. What was your goal and and what was your, did you have a timeline for that goal and to compete for a conference championship while also building the team? Yeah, you mentioned it, right? We had a vision. Hey, we, we felt like this is a program that can win conference championships. And so, you know, I'm, I'm new to the world of NCAA women's volleyball. Um, you know, obviously the game's the same in a lot of ways, but um, I didn't know what our timeline needed to be like. I just knew, hey, we want to create a great experience for our players, and we want to teach them how to play the game and develop the way they see, um, the way they control the ball, the choices that they make. Uh, and then we just we want to build great relationships and, and try and make this a wonderful place that will attract people. And, uh, you know, our coaching staff has done a phenomenal job in teaching the game. And I think in building relationships that our, our players really value. And we've been lucky that it's, it's started to attract um, some talent, right? We brought in a, 
a transfer from South Carolina from the SEC, and we brought in Kennedy from uh, from the Pac-12 from Arizona State, and and we've you know kind of created some excitement I think around the uh, state of Utah for some recruits that we're starting to work with now, and so right for us it's just can we get a little bit better every day, and uh, you know let's let's just try and accomplish that, and I think that if we do that we can uh, do great things. Coach, last question for me, and uh, I, I thought I had an understanding of this until I watched the Olympics, and oh, I got boy. different points of view. Oh boy! But uh, the the defensive specialist, or sometimes the, the point guard or quarterback, if if you will, of volleyball, how do you pronounce that title? The libero. See, that's what I always thought. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I always thought it was it's, libero. Well, it's, but it's, watching in TV US, and the national libero, broadcast. And if you're overseas, it's libero. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something different. I'm like, wait a minute. All these years I've been saying the wrong thing? Okay. No, it uh, sounds like you had it right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, final question for me. How important can the USU Herd be for your guys' home games here? Oh, man, we love it. Uh, you know, our, just, our, fa- our players, when I came in, had gone through some tough, tough years right uh some you know some kind of lows where they weren't winning a lot and just kind of struggling and every single player when i sat them down just raved about the support of the community and uh that was something that was really powerful to them and honestly that's something that we sold big time and we continue to sell uh to our recruits and the and the people that are uh coming into our program and so just Right to have the herd there, to have those guys jumping and standing and screaming and and getting loud, you know, and uh, to get them hey, to help them learn more about the game and and uh, just how enjoyable it is. We're excited for this to continue to grow. We feel the momentum in the athletic department, and uh, man, we're excited to be a part of it and really to contribute to it in uh, in great ways. Big it's one such tonight. a great oh, environment yeah. oh, for a volleyball it's, game. It's, it's like right on top of you. If, if it's packed in there, it's right on top of it's you, a and big it's a difference. beautiful thing. It yeah. is. Uh, Coach, yeah. thank you so much. Big one tonight for the Aggies, 1-1 one one in conference play. Face a very talented Nevada team. That's at 7 o'clock tonight. Get there. Get your tickets. Go be a part of this great atmosphere. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Good luck tonight. Go get them. Thanks so much. Let's rock Club Estes. I love right, it. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Rob Nielsen, uh, the head coach of the USU volleyball team. He's got – look, this team is starting to get back up there. They're starting to become competitive again. Rob Nielsen's got this thing trending in the right direction. He's got great recruits. He's got some good transfers. Uh, Kennedy being one of the one of those from Arizona State, from Arizona State to Utah State. And uh, they're, they, they could be uh, well on their way competing for a Mountain West Conference Championship. They got back-to-back home matches uh, tonight and then Saturday versus San Jose State. That one's at 1 p.m. Uh, inside the Wayne Nesta Center. Yeah, so uh, they got blanked in their last game. So you know they're going to be saucy. They don't want like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they've been competitive in and every this other is, uh, and matchup. And this is a good Nevada team. By the way, this Nevada series, 25-24 all-time in the series. Ooh, very close. Right, so it's a very competitive series. Need you guys to get out there and go support them. Let's take a break. Coming back, we got more of the full court press in a short and short. We only got, what, till 5.30, I think, and then we're out of here. We turn over to Nate Craigman in this week in the Mountain West. We'll get back to the full court press, 106.9 The Fan. 
Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, two of the league's most storied franchises square off at one of the most iconic venues in sports as the Packers host the Steelers at Lambeau. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action in Green Bay as Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers look to outduel the resurgent Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's the Packers and the Steelers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline and Snow Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. It was 1921, and Alvin Larson opened Al Sporting Goods with a 35-cent opening day. With small tackle and a few bicycles, Al set out to conquer the world. 100 years, four generations, six stores, two states, and worldwide internet sales, Al says thanks. Al still firmly believes they don't want everyone's business, just yours. The entire store is on sale. Buy a 32-ounce Hydro Flask and get a 32-ounce Al Special Edition for free. Don't miss Al Sporting Goods' 100-year anniversary sale. Celebration, Al Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. Getting engaged? For more than a century, SC Needham Jewelers has been selling diamond engagement rings. Known for our quality and impeccable service, you'll enjoy a relaxed and comfortable atmosphere. Choose from an expansive collection of natural and lab-grown diamonds. You'll find a beautiful diamond at an affordable price. Then we can mount it in her favorite ring. You'll get SC Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. This is Ryan at My Mattress. A few nights ago, my wife Amy and I were at a movie in Lewiston. It was late, so when we got out, we drove around a little bit. What did we notice? Every light in Lewiston was on. Nobody was sleeping very well. The next day, I checked my computer at My Mattress to see how many people in Lewiston were sleeping on an IntelliBed. The answer I found? Not many. Lewiston... I thought we had this figured out. If you want to sleep soundly, you got to buy an IntelliBed. Only at my mattress. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a quick and affordable alternative to a complicated and expensive asphalt roof replacement. Your home and business roof may need help going into the winter months. Call 757-9642 and let Quality Pace Roofing see if RoofMax can save you thousands. This is a nationally recognized asphalt shingle rejuvenation process that extends the life of your roof up to 15 years beyond the warranty. Call Quality Pace Roofing 757-9642 or Google Quality Pace Roofing. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, that was a lot of fun. Dude, I'm talking to Coach Nielsen. Dude, Coach Nielsen's awesome. He's 
He's fired I've met up. him once, and one time when I first met him, I was like, uh, Coach Johnson, I'm Aje. And he goes, hey, Aje, I'm Coach Nielsen. <laughs> Great. Good Ooh. to hear. Wish he knew yeah. the best, man. Um, yeah. He's a, oh, I can't hear it, dude. Hey, where's Kevin? Kevin's going to get fired. Can Why? You, will you fire him for me? Uh, No. Why? Are you going to do his job? Yeah, sure, I can do it. I can fix this box so we can actually hear on the other side of the if headset. If you can fix it, then why don't you fix it? Where's Kevin? Because I need the tools to fix it, and Kevin has the tools. Uh, so, yes, uh, Utah State versus Nevada tonight in the Wayne Estes Center. Uh, volleyball. And then they, get, they play again on Saturday at 1. Uh, Utah State football playing uh, on Merlin Olsen Field at uh, 7 o'clock against BYU. Uh, KVNU game day pregame coverage will start at 5.30, mm. actually, an expanded yes. pregame. That's awesome. Uh, it'll be on KVNU, and we'll simulcast it here on The Fan, getting you ready for the big matchup. Uh, also, this was alluded to in our text line and at the top of the hour with Fox Sports. This isn't anything really that new from what we haven't already heard, but yeah. another report, this time from uh, Barrett Sally from CBS Sports. Boise State, San Diego State. Uh, staying put with the Mountain West, and they are hoping for interest from a bigger conference, maybe the Big 12 or even the Pac-12. Um, but uh, they intend to stick around. AAC still pursuing Colorado State and Air Force, though the reports are that Air Force is more interested than Colorado State is. Go Which, figure. Yeah, it doesn't make... You know. <laughs> okay. Um. But uh, anyway, the part of the CBS report says part of the AAC's goal in targeting Mountain West teams is to destabilize the Group of Five landscape and solidify itself as an even bigger power. The AAC has often been considered the top Group of Five conference, but the loss of three top-tier programs in major media markets could change that in a big way. So the AAC is being proactive. We're... We're going to do what we can to still be the best conference, and in doing so, destabilizing everyone else. But okay, so but the Mountain add, West just sits on its. Well, hand. hold on, because here's the thing, Eric. They're not the best non-P5 conference anymore. Colorado State and Air Force do nothing to move the meter. Uh, keeping Boise State and San Diego State for us does. That's true. And if we add North Texas or add a UTSA, I think it, I think we're actually getting. About equal to or greater to addition than losing Colorado State and Air Force. True, but I, I guess my point of view, it doesn't need to be at the expense of losing Colorado State and Air Force. Why isn't the Mountain West like being more aggressive and open about trying to get those schools? And Colorado State and Air Force can see what the Mountain West is trying to do and think, you know what, maybe it is better that we just stay where we're at. Wait, oh, so, wait, are we... So why not expand up to 12 football playing institutions, or 14 football playoff institutions? Because do you need to? Is there a reason to do that? Do. Well, yeah, because Boise State and San Diego State are going to be picked off yeah, but eventually, too. Here's the thing, is that the college football landscape is going to change entirely in five years. We don't know what that, I mean... So why not position it, yourself better now, while there's opportunity and movement? Because we don't know who's going to be available in five years. Maybe there's a greater, better team in five years that needs that uh, that needs that attention, uh, that needs a move, and maybe they're going to be better than North Texas and UTSA. Well, uh, I think you're right, though, that uh, keeping San Diego State and Boise State, 
they're making it clear they're not moving is a huge win for the Mountain West. Yeah. But again, and like you said. And that does position them for a new expanded college football playoff. Yep, it, it certainly does. All right, more about that and Utah State's basketball schedule, non-conference schedule, has been released. We'll continue to dissect that. Uh, pick six, we'll get into what we think is going to happen this weekend. Can I.J. make it three in a row? Uh, and Why See, you're jinxing that crap. No, I mean, Stop I'm it. happy for you. No, this is I get what you're trying territory. to do. And uh, this week of the Mountain West is coming up in a little bit, too. Stick around. It's coming up on the Full Court Press. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. What is love? Love is what we live for. Love is timeless, never-ending. Love is when you say your name with hers and it has that special ring to it. At Jarek's Fine Jewelry, we know what love is. Our fine collection of engagement rings feature a variety of diamonds and colorful styles. And if you can't find your perfect ring, Jarek's Fine Jewelry will help custom design one that is the perfect fit. When it's love, it's Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Hi, Cash Valley. It's Chris from Al's. 100 years ago, my grandpa Al, after moving from Mexico, fulfilled his dream by opening a little bike and fishing shop in downtown Logan. That first week must have been exciting. They took in a whopping $100. Grandpa Al loved the outdoors and helping his friends in Cash Valley. In fact, he bragged he knew every family that lived in Logan, and they knew Al. He was passionate about great service. Whether you're bragging about that big buck, lamenting about the fish that got away, or fixing your bike, Al's has always been the place. In the blink of an eye, a hundred years has passed and our mission is still the same. Just like Al wanted, Al's is still the place to get the gear you need and enjoy the outdoors in the greatest place on earth, Cash Valley. From the Al Sporting Goods family, we would like to say thank you. We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the support of our many friends, customers, and employees. Please join us this week for our 100th year anniversary celebration, including free giveaways, special deals, and Lee's Donuts this Saturday. Again, thanks Cash Valley. Go Aggies! Friday night, it's the Aggies and BYU. Rivalry games are the best. Show your Aggie support by wearing Aggie apparel from Locker 42. The best-dressed Aggie fans shop Locker 42's big selection of Aggie golf shirts and T-shirts. With cool temperatures Friday night, you'll stay warm and look good in a Locker 42 Aggie jacket or Aggie hoodie. Locker 42 has a big selection of Aggie hats. Gets the place true Aggies by their gear. Locker 42 shop either location, 1430 North Main next to Little Caesars, and the flagship store at 36 South Main. Locker 42. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, when you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. You get the best parts and the best service. 
you need a new battery or new wiper blades, you can pull into any of the five locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores from Preston to Providence. They'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. If you need any other work done, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts sponsors um, Above the Noise with Dan Patrick coming up here shortly. Hey, Eric, really quickly, a uh, couple of texts from AJ Knight. Uh, Eric is right. If you only add teams because you lost some, then you acknowledge they're a second choice. If they're your picks, then get them. Who's going to magically become available? Teams are going to move up, not down. Love it when AJ says Kay. agree with Eric. Okay, well AJ needs or to quit sucking on up text line. Hey AJ, he's not paying your checks. I am. More <laughs> up next hour in the full court press. Patrick, and this is above the noise. Ring chasing seems to have a negative connotation in the world of sports. We want our athletes to go after titles with everything they have, but if they join an established team late in their careers, there seems to be a little bit of judgment. For the new Buccaneer, Richard Sherman, there probably weren't a lot of choices. Rebuilding teams want to develop their young players, not bring in a veteran like Sherman. For Sherman, who already has one Super Bowl ring in Seattle, it's a no-brainer. The NBA seems to have a lot of ring chasing. The entire 2012 All-Star team has joined the Lakers or Nets. Guys like Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, DeAndre Jordan, Rajon Rondo, Dwight Howard. Doesn't always work out. Remember when Carl Malone and Gary Payton joined the Lakers in 2003? That was a disappointment. But if the strategy ends up with the championship parade, I don't think those veterans care what you call them. Going out a winner is the ultimate strategy for any professional athlete. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Hey, Dan Patrick here. You've heard me talking about Get Upside on the show, the free app that pays you up to 25 cents cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I've got a special offer for my listeners. Right now, when you use the promo code FOOTBALL, you'll receive a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back. So do the math. Let's say you have an SUV or a truck, standard 20-gallon tank, promo code FOOTBALL. That earns you $10. That's 10 extra dollars in your pocket just for buying gas, something you have to buy anyway, basically free money. Stop overpaying for gas and start earning cash back with GetUpside. It's the easiest decision you'll make all day. Download GetUpside in the App Store or Google Play and start earning cash back just for buying gas. And remember, use that promo code FOOTBALL. You'll get the bonus $0.25 cents per gallon cash back. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Good luck. Get Upside. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASC certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. Napa know how. Napa know how. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. 
the home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Sports. And here's what you need to know. Is this the night when Urban Meyer picks up his first win as an NFL head coach as he leads his visiting Jaguars 0-3 into Cincy to take on the Bengals tonight, kickoff at 8-20 Eastern. Notably, Cincy wide receiver T. Higgins is out of this one with a shoulder injury. Tight end Rob Gronkowski, three days away from that Buck showdown against the Patriots, has yet to practice this week with achy ribs, while the Ravens withheld quarterback Lamar Jackson for a second day in a row from practice, dealing with some back discomfort, although the team does not expect him to miss this upcoming game. Titans pass catchers Julio Jones and A.J. Brown stayed off the practice field today, both dealing with hamstring ailments, and Vikings running back Dalvin Cook has high hopes he'll play this weekend even though he practiced in a reduced role today because of a nagging right ankle sprain. Of course, he was listed as inactive last week for Minnesota. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the High Schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you, you. Appreciate you tuning in and joining us. Whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming online at 106.9thefan.com, or listening to our podcasts. We appreciate you being along. Last hour, we had a good conversation with Rob Nielsen. Yeah, that was fun. Head coach of the Utah State Women's Volleyball Program. They've got a big one tonight against Nevada. They play San Jose State on Saturday at 1. Uh, Utah State taking on uh, BYU in football on Friday night. Uh, we'll have some additional thoughts on that, some more comments from the coaches and the players. Um, it, uh, also, a little bit later on this hour, we'll have this week in the Mountain West, a preview and uh, recap of what's going on in the Mountain West Conference for football. Other big news today, AJ, Mountain West uh, basketball uh, it released their TV schedule, and uh, Utah State finally released their non-conference schedule. So we now know the complete schedule for the Utah State Aggies, and you can read about it on CashValleyDaily.com, but the non-conference schedule for USU includes the following. It starts on October 27th with an exhibition against Montana Western. And I don't know where Montana Western is. I'm. It's in Montana. It's the west I'm part of Montana, Eric. Yes, in the western part hard. of the state. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <this> regular <laughs> schedule gets underway Tuesday, November 9th at home against UC Davis. Uh, as I go through these, I'm, I'm going to let you know what last year's net rankings were for these teams. So UC Davis was 211. Then they travel back east. They go to Annapolis, Maryland for a neutral site game versus Richmond. Richmond Spiders last year were 68 in the net. Uh, then they go to the um, Myrtle Beach Invitational. They first faced Penn 
and I can't find Penn in the net rankings. They must are they lower division? Uh, yeah. Wait, no, because they've been in the NCAA tournament. Wait, you can still be in the NCAA tournament if you've been in a lower division, right? This is not Penn State. No, this no, no, no. Penn. Yeah, I, I, University of Penn, Eric, or Penn University, I should say. If they're in a lower division, they can still make the NCAA tournament, right? Like Weber State can still make the NCAA tournament. Unless they're listed as uh, like Pennsylvania or something. You, yeah, it is. It, I think it's nope. It, it's either Penn Uni- It's Penn University. I believe the only Penn I see is Penn State. Good, come on, Eric. My gosh, I have to do everything. It's Penn University basketball, the Penn Quakers. All right, the Penn Quakers. Hmm. I can't find uh, that they. Uh, let's see here. Winningest basketball program. Oh, as a twentieth winningest men's basketball program of all time. Ooh, seems like a good team. Ivy League. They're part of the uh, Whiz Kids. Smart kids, I should say. They're not listed. Oh, they didn't play last year. That's why I can't find them. Dude, yeah, was the, I just said it was the Ivy League. The Ivy League didn't play last year. Don't you remember? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's why Gosh. I can't find them in this last year's. Okay. Be better. We'll move on. Uh, so their net ranking not available from last year. They didn't play. Uh, they could play New Mexico State or Davidson. Uh, New Mexico State was 164. Davidson was 77. And then from there, we don't know. It could be any combination of different teams they face. Uh, after that, uh, then they come back home on November 27th to face UT Arlington, who was 242. Uh, they face Carroll College, the Fighting Saints from Helena, Montana. Uh, then they fa- they host St. Mary's on December 2nd. St. Mary's was 60 in the net. They travel to BYU on December 8th. BYU was 16 in the net. Come back home to host New Orleans on December 11th, who was 288. Go to Weber State on December 15th, who is 111. They face Iowa in Sioux Falls, South Dakota on December 18th. Uh, Iowa is number was uh, finished last year at number 7 in the net. And then they return home uh, for their final non-conference game on Tuesday, December 21st versus Portland State, who was 259 in the net. Uh, the national TV schedule for Utah State includes 10 games on CBS Sports Network, 5 on FS1, and uh, 3 on ESPN Networks with the tournament in uh, Myrtle Beach. A few games, notable games on the schedule that aren't nationally televised, Ajay. The BYU game in Provo uh, and the uh, game against Iowa on uh, December 18th. Kind of a surprise. Yeah, the Iowa games can be really fun. That's uh, it, where where's that? I want to say the Pentagon. That's not right. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yeah, uh, they've got five games on FS1. So they've, they've got a number of games that will be on national uh, television. But there's a few on the schedule that should be interesting games that will not be nationally televised. Kind of a surprise. So uh, quick reactions to the non-conference schedule for Utah State. Uh, love it. I think it's fun. Uh, so yeah, six eight six zero. I texted into the show. No pen because they didn't play last year. COVID canceled the Ivy League. Yes, thank you. So yep, thanks for the I help. Totally there. I totally forgot about that. that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's a good schedule. It's what you can do. I know people are going to say, "Well, the home schedule looks really blah blah." That's because you know when Utah State has one of the best home atmospheres and one of the toughest home places to play at, 
it's really hard to get teams to come here. They're going to say, why don't you come play at our place? But again, Mr. Hartwell does a great job of sticking up for Utah State sports and saying, look, if we're going to go there, you're going to play here. We're not doing a, we're not going to just go there and play for your own satisfaction. Um, unless that team's like Duke or North Carolina, then you're like, okay, whatever you need. But like teams like Utah, teams like BYU, teams like, um, golly, uh, UCLA or something like that, they would say, hey, look, come play at our place. We're going to make sure that we get the fair treatment. We aren't going to just be that little brother to you. And I, and I love that kind of – I love that attitude from Utah State Athletics. So, Yeah, it, it, St. Mary's is definitely the premier uh, non-conference game on the home schedule. Uh, that'll be a, a good game on December 2nd. But um, some of these other games, yeah, they're not familiar – but those should be good good opportunities for Utah State to and Ryan Odom to fine-tune who they are and what they're going to look like this year. Because Mountain West Conference, it's going to be tough. Nevada's getting better. I think that UNLV is getting better. Uh, the San Diego State will continue to still be good. Uh, big questions about New Mexico with a new coach, what's going on there. They had a very tumultuous year last year, um, but there's always high expectations placed on New Mexico. So... Uh, I, I think it's going to be a really fun and interesting conference schedule. Boise State's been a more competitive basketball team the sure last have. few years. Well, until they get to March, as AJ likes to point out. My guy, AJ, I love when AJ and I, we get to March, and AJ's just like, oh, we're in March. There goes Boise State. <laughs> um, they choke. Like in fact, Doc AJ Rivers. just texted in. He says, what are the vibes around the program? What are the new coach's chances getting to the NCAA tournament again? I've heard, look, I've been told – that as good as that team was last year, and they were pretty good, this team is going to be just as good and more deep than last year. Rylan Jones is in the house, former Cash Valley Cat, comes back to Logan, going to play. He he says he's healthy. Brock Miller's healthy. Justin Bean's back. He add on Brendan Horvath, uh, Edel Rock. Um, yeah, I mean, they just they add so much more depth. You still got Steven Ashworth. I think uh, Ryland's going to be a great oh, incredible. force out there settling Max everybody Max is going to get better. Sean Barristow's going to be better. I think I, the only problem you have is the five spot. I just know Nimi. So you're going to have to find someone yeah. else to get you out of a jam at times. Yeah, that's a good point. So the, the, they could have their hands full with some big, long athletic teams in the Mountain West, which I think they're going to run into. Uh, I didn't even mention Colorado State. They're going to be a really good team, too. Oh, they, they don't lose anybody, and they got Nico Medved coming back. <laughs> I think this is Nico Medved saying, look, I've got the team coming back. We're going to go out here. We're going to win us the Mountain West Conference Championship. We're going to go to the NCAA tournament. I'm going to win a game, get a job, and I'm going to make some big, big bucks. I've been trying to get out of here for a few years. Oh, man, this he's been working on it. Chance. Dude, it really is. He's like, if I can't get out of here this year, I ain't ever getting out of here ever. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh uh, the other big news, uh, this is already something we've been talking about, but um, it, more sources kind of following up on this. Uh, CBSSports.com has a story now from uh, Barrett Sally uh, that Boise State and San Diego State have effectively kind of given the word that they're not going anywhere. They intend to stay in the Mountain West. Uh, that's been confirmed now to by a couple different people, confirmed to Dennis Dodd and to Matt Norlander. Um uh, but uh, uh, Air Force and Colorado State still showing some interest. Now, certainly more so with Air Force. They seem to be leading the charge because they've got a service academy in Navy. Um, but uh, I don't know. But the, the Air Force, it would be great if they had somebody 
near them as a travel partner for the other sports. So Colorado State certainly does kind of make sense. They're about 150 miles apart. Um, but we'll see if that actually if they actually pull the trigger on that or not. But it, it gets to this bigger issue about um, you know should how proactive should the Mountain West be instead of being reactive if they lose more of their teams again. Yeah, I don't. Man, that that's a good question. I don't know. Like, and and because because I, I was thinking kind of my way, and then like I said, AJ had brought up that point of like if who is magically going, as he says, who is going to magically become available? Teams are going to move up, not down. But I don't think moving into the Mount West Conference is going down unless you're a P5 team. If you're in a G5 conference, I think moving to the Mount West is also always can be a good thing. Even when we lose Boise State or San Diego State, however that goes in four to five years, Eric, I still think you can we can be a competitive conference and add on in a good way. I think we're going to be all right. Like, I don't think it's – I mean, it's not all – I don't know why we're looking all gloom and doom just because we haven't added four more basketball slash football teams and just because we haven't had Gonzaga sign a contract yet and come in here. I don't, it's not the end of the world yet. I think there's still work being done. Colorado State and Air Force – potentially leaving how does that how could that affect the mountain west's uh target on uh, gonzaga for example yeah or i would I, that really matter i'm gonna just be straight up uh, we like we got to drop the gonzaga wichita idea it's just not happening we need to drop it um it's just not happening so Time to time to look for other other ways to bring in other schools who play good basketball. North Texas could be one of those guys, but yeah, I think the whole Gonzaga Wichita thing. I'm I'm gonna throw that out the window and say goodbye to it. Yeah, I, I think that Gonzaga got such a sweetheart deal from the West Coast that it'll be hard for the Mountain West to match it. Really, really hard. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. But that's what happens when you're the cream of the crop, right? Like Boise State got that in football with the Mount West Conference. Yeah, true. And so Gonzaga was able to use that and, you know, and take it and as leverage to the WCC. And they said, look, whatever you need, we got for you. And that's how it is. So it worked out well for him. A couple comments from the Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 8003. Heading south on 89 towards Willsville, four YBU buses just passed me going north. Uh, that would be yeah. Put them in town. Did you about put the right a time. sharp needle in the middle of the road for them to run? No, okay. Yeah, they're arriving. They play tomorrow night. Can, should we be there to welcome right them? On schedule. Big contingent of Aggies that rally around there and I- chant all at the same time. Why be you? Why be nine four seven four? Forgive me if you've already covered this, but I've been unable to listen to the show. What's your thoughts on Boise State turning down the invitation to the AAC? Yeah, I think that the big thing there is that there's a bigger present there's coming. Probably a bigger opportunity. Yeah, without and, question. And I think it's just best that they just hang tight. Yeah. Rather than bounce from Look, one, have to deal with exit fees yeah. and lost revenue, and you have to be in a a ramp up to get on pace with everybody else. Just stay where you're at. Because there's probably They'll get a that invite. invite coming in. They'll get that invite. They're going to be fine. You wait four to five years. You hang out with the Mountain West Conference. And then four to five years, when all the other teams, the other four have settled in in the Big 12, they're going to turn around and give you a phone call, send you a nice little letter with a decorated uh, invitation in there saying, we're here. You're ready when you're ready. And they'll get it, and they'll accept it, and they'll be on their way. Six, seven, eight, nine, Eric. 
uh, look at the Big 12. They didn't get Clemson when Texas and Oklahoma left. They got programs that belong in the bottom or middle of the conference, not the top. But wouldn't you put like, I mean, I guess it depends on sports, but if we're, I'd put, I hate to say this too, because it makes me want to throw up in my own mouth. BYU is one of the, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't see the tire. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. If San Diego State and Boise State are known to be out of the door or out the door, I don't think we're going to get very good programs in. Oh. Look at the Big 12. They didn't get Clemson when Texas and Oklahoma left. They got programs that belong in the bottom or middle, middle, middle of the conference, not the top. Thank you. Sorry. My bad. I missed it. Um, that is, man. And I don't, the, know, if, I don't know if we get It's where you are in the pecking order of things. Yeah. Mountain West is not going to pick off uh, – somebody out of the Pac-12 or the no. Big 12. They're, are they going to get a, a top-level team out of the AAC? Well, now that those top three teams are gone, whomever is now considered the top teams, they want to still – there's an opportunity for them to be the top team yep. in that conference. Yep. And so it, for them, it's a long, hard look at where where is it best for us to be. If there's instability there, then maybe it does make sense to come back. Yeah. Or to move to a different league. Yep. But the Mountain West has to be looking at where, what schools are up and coming. What schools are in good media markets, great recruiting territories, are making investments in uh, athletic facilities, and uh, financial commitments to, uh, to their coaches. Uh, I just got a text. Major conferences have shown you just, or you have to just play enough solid competition at your conference as long as your conference is good. Half, let's see. Sorry, but what, the Mountain West Conference won't be the first choice. What's available now will be available then. Maybe a small program jumps up, but they'll still be available while the Mountain West gets pilfered. By the way, Matt Brown, of uh, S- formerly of SB Nation, was saying North Dakota State has a lot of interest in coming into the conference. Would you take him, though? No, uh, I think, I think uh, Craig Thompson has made it clear that he's not looking at any school advancing from yeah, the he, lower level up to He this doesn't level. want to have to like train them from like the birth of being a power or a G5 team. I get that. 6789 where MySpace and the SEC just invented Facebook. Okay, maybe that's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> I love that. That's a good point. All right, got to take a time out here in the Full Court Press. Uh, when we come back, more about what's going on here. Some more thoughts about USU, BYU, and Pick 6. Preview the six things we think might happen this I used this to weekend. get excited about this segment. Now I don't. Are you getting bored already with all my prizes that I'm no, giving you? No, 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 no. I love your prizes. I just... Are my bags of gluten not I just, good enough? I get with so... With jam? I get so angry when I lose. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Can't handle it. Gotta have some confidence, AJ. <laughs> You've won three in a row, Believe man. Believe in yourself. Hi, this is Brent Wallace with Cash Valley Bank. We love supporting local events like the Cash Valley Parade of Homes happening September 30th through October 9th. As you tour these beautiful homes, we invite you to visit our recently renovated Cash Valley Bank branches. Show your parade ticket and receive a complimentary sampler box of Bluebird chocolates. Visit one of our seven locations from Smithfield to Hiram, including our mortgage office. Stop by during the Parade of Homes, meet our staff, and pick up your free chocolates. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. This is Liz Littell, mortgage lender at Bank of Utah. I personally wanted to thank you for voting us Northern Utah's best bank. If you're in the market for a new home or want to take advantage of today's low rates with a refinance, come visit us at our Logan and Providence locations to experience that best in-state service. And while you're there, you can purchase tickets to the Parade of Homes happening September 30th through August 2nd and October 7th through the 9th. We hope to see you soon. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 422914.
Here's where you need to be tonight. It's Elements Bar Bites and $3 Draft Night. If you're one of the first 50 people, you get a free appetizer. Plus, check out Elements' new Bar Bites menu. It includes deep fried pepper jack mac and cheese, spicy battered cauliflower chicken quesadillas, and a whole lot of other items, all priced under $10. The Elements Bar and Patio are open for this event, and the first 50 get that free appetizer. Plus, all draft beer, $3. bucks. you are going to love this new Bar Bites menu, so plan to be there tonight. Elements' all-new Bar Bites and $3 Draft Night, starting tonight at 5 p.m. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Ahoy, me hearties! Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival. Find a shipwreck and lost treasure. And discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. Hi, I'm Kathy with Daryl's Appliance. I'm your luxury brand sales associate in Logan, Utah. This is Dory. She is from Roth in Salt Lake City. So at Roth Living, we have a variety of products that will help you to select your luxury appliances and a full line of Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Cove. We have select products that will help you start the process of selecting your beautiful kitchen. And then you are welcome to come down to the Roth showroom. And then we work with Kathy to help you finish your selection for your luxury kitchen. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Um, I really haven't looked at them too much yet. That's that's what um, today's for, but you know, they're a solid defense. They're, uh, they're very, very much improved from the last time we played them. And so we got to go in and just have the mentality that, you know, they're going to be a great team, and, and we got to play our best to beat them. Was that Baylor or Gunner Romney? Uh, media availability for BYU. That was uh, Baylor, the quarterback. The quarterback. Talking about the Utah State defense. Look, uh, it's that Utah State defense has got to show up. They are, uh, and Kalani Sataki is very well aware of Justin Rice. Like when they get to the line of scrimmage, some quarterbacks. Or some defenses have one guy that every quarterback, when they get to the line of scrimmage, are like, okay, where is he on the field? I have to ID him immediately. Like, he would be like the Mike linebacker, right? When they get when they get to the line of scrimmage, Kalani Sataki realizes, like, when their quarterback is at the line of scrimmage, it is, where is Justin Rice? Where is that kid? Find him. And uh, don't put a ball anywhere near his hands. Uh, they are, they're, they're aware of this USU defense. They understand how good they can be. Um, boy, it's going to be a fun one tomorrow. When I say that the Utah State defense needs to show up, it's not that I'm saying that they haven't shown up yet because they've been they've been probably the most constant. Oh, they've been great. They've been great. I'm just saying this is they have to still be on point tonight. There can be no letdown. Um, and the, this is this is going to be a physical 
big team that's just gonna gonna try to push their way around. So Utah State's got to stand their ground against these guys defensively. Yeah, and be physical with them, right? Yeah. Um, you and, and the other thing, and I, I got to be careful how I say this. There's going to be some drawing. There's going to be some talking. There's going to be some wonderful chats. I don't include. Hey, where are you going for dinner tonight? <laughs> um, I keep your emotions in check. But you know, show some tenacity. These guys have been beating you up for the last two. Or I guess they beat them up in nineteen. Really good. Let them have it. Um, so you know what? Come back with a little bit of attitude. Come back with a little spice. You know, don't be afraid of the BYU Cougars just because they're ranked thirteenth in the country. Come right after them. Uh, one last thing, I think this is important. This game uh, does have implications. It's not a conference game, but it has implications for local pride, but also in-state recruiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blake Anderson kind of addressed that a little bit on uh, how things are going with Utah State on the in-state recruiting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you can, uh, if you can win against an in-state opponent, especially a uh, an opponent that's uh, in the top twenty, that's got the uh, the kind of uh, notoriety they've got. It's huge for recruiting. We we want we want in-state talent to stay at home. We want to be competitive on every in-state player. We've made a commitment of starting here first. One of the you know the, the things I love about this particular place is there's enough in-state talent here to have have a tremendous foundation, especially up front on the old offense and defensive line. If you look at their roster, most of their guys are in-state guys. We'd love to have those guys playing for us. Uh, so, yeah, beating them head-to-head and showing that we can compete with them and Utah, if they decide to play us, we'd love that. I'd love it every year. Uh, but um, but we also have to stay focused on getting better and improving, and so I want to make sure our focus is on us, uh, you know, initially. Uh, but, but is there residual effects of winning this game? Absolutely. It proves that we can play with anybody, especially the teams in our state. Uh, I love it, and this this Utah State coaching staff—they're getting some some wins in recruiting, uh, and in this state. So this certainly would go a long way in uh, taking that even further. So big showdown on Friday. Pre-game coverage for us starts at five thirty here on the Fan and on KVNU. Uh, that'll go right up to seven o'clock, uh, and then as soon as the game is over, um, we'll t- turn your radios back on or fire up the mobile app. And uh, have us with you and call in. We'd love to get the calls after the game's over on yeah. a KVNU Aggie call. Yep, absolutely. Okay, AJ, uh, shortened show. We've just got a little bit of time here. we got to get into uh, our, our pick six. You're not going to play the it, intro. It's becoming your favorite uh, Dude, segment of the week. Dude, you're out of time. Don't play the intro. I'll 20 bucks. I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right. Mr. Three in a row. Your choice. You want to lead off? Okay. So uh, I'm going to receive this time to uh, start this off. Uh, I'm going to be a mess this Sunday night. I'm going to ask that you please text and call in at least twice. During each half, Bronc or uh, Buccaneers and Patriots inside of Gillette Stadium. Um, pray for me, please. Um, Tom Brady. No, sorry, yeah. Tom Brady throws an interception, yes or no? Ooh, Tom Brady interception, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Uh, uh, Devin Tompkins needs to get going in this game. We, uh, 105 and a half yards receiving, yes or no? 105? Yeah, and, and a half. half, yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. 
I'm going to say yes. Okay. And then Brandon Bonner. Or not Brandon Bonner. Good night, dude. It's been a long <laughs> day. I'm sorry. Logan Bonner. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, let's set the line at two and a half touchdowns passing. Yes or no? Actually, no. Sorry. Uh, two and a half touchdowns total. Yes or no? Total. Total. Yes. I'm going to say yes. Ah, dang. I thought I was going to get you Wait, on that one. over or under? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Over or under? I'm going to take over. I thought I was going to get you on that. I'm going to say over as well. All right. Uh, Calvin Tyler or Algier, who will have more rushing yards? Oh, great, great one. I'm going to say Algier. I'm going to say Calvin Tyler, junior. Don't only about the junior. Big showdown in top 25 college football Saturday morning on ESPN. Number two, Georgia hosting Arkansas. Number eight, Arkansas. The upstart Razorbacks. Uh, Georgia favored by 18. Over or under? Under. I'm going to take the under as well. Arkansas is playing really well. Yeah, they are. Okay, and then finally, the last one for me. uh, Another big one, Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Oh, this one's going to be juicy. Uh, Kelly's going up against his former team. Love this game. Cincinnati's doing great. Love this game. Number nine hosting number seven. Notre Dame uh, is... The, uh, they're not favored in their own home game. Cincinnati favored by a point and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame and the Skittles. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Why not? Because you're an idiot. Want to make it four in a row for us. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Uh, hey, that's going to do it for us on this uh, part of the Full Court Press. We've got this week in the Mountain West coming up here uh, next with Nate Kreckman. A look at what happened last week. Uh, some Mountain West teams uh, moving up in the polls or getting more votes. And then uh, what's on tap, what's on the schedule for this coming weekend. And uh, there's some there's some pretty saucy games in the Mountain West uh, for this weekend. Some conference uh, matchups, especially Nevada and Boise State on FS1 at uh, 1.30. So uh, we'll hear from uh, Nate Crickman coming up uh, in just a second here on the Full Court Press. And then tomorrow, an abbreviated show again before we get you ready for Utah State and uh, BYU. Have a great night, everybody.